Hello, and welcome to Open Door Playhouse, a theater podcast that celebrates live theater on the podcast stage. I'm Rachel Bernie Needleman. At Open Door Playhouse, we strive to bring our listeners thoughtful and surprising 10-minute shorts and one-act plays that showcase insightful and new perspectives of the world we share with others. Open Door Playhouse is a 501c3 theater organization. Support for Open Door Playhouse comes from listeners like you. Your tax-deductible donations help keep our plays on the podcast stage. Donations can be made at www.opendoorplayhouse.org. Now, before we move on to our play premiering in Theater 92, I would like to announce that Open Door Playhouse proudly presents the premiere of the new musical, A Falling Star at Buzzard's Roost, on June 13th. Sponsored in part by Shore Audio International and produced by Stage for a New Age. June seems to be of the month for musicals on Open Door Playhouse, perhaps a trend. Now on to our feature presentation. Now playing in Theater 92 is The Librarian. Written by Hoyt Hillsman, directed by Kim Lavick, and starring Dahlia Vasilius as board chair and J.D. Cullum as Mark Chester. Good morning, Mr. Chester. Good morning. Thank you for agreeing to meet with the school board today. You're welcome. Just for the record, could you state your name? My name is Mark Chester. Where are you currently employed, Mr. Chester? I'm employed at Sunny Valley Middle School here in Keller. And what is your position at Sunny Valley? I am the school librarian. How long have you been the librarian? 28 years. Very good. And what are your duties as school librarian? Pretty much what you would imagine. I help the students find books, keep book lists for the teachers, assist the students with their research papers, online searches, things like that. Do you also order books for the library? Yes, I do. What does that entail? Ordering books? Yes, sir. Well, I talk to the teachers and see what books they are assigning for their classes, and I order those. Anything else? I talk to the students to see what they're interested in reading. That gives me a pretty good idea of what else I might order. Do you consult any other sources to decide what to order? Yes, we have a Professional Librarians Association, the ALA. American Library Association. Correct. They recommend books for middle schoolers. Any other source? I generally look at recommendations from the educational publishers like Scholastic, some of the others. How do you decide what to buy? Well, of course, I have a limited budget. Naturally. So I have to pick and choose. Of course. How do you do that? I consider what's most appropriate for our students and, of course, the community. Very good. Can you describe what you consider appropriate? I'll try. These are young teenagers, so from a developmental point of view, of course, they are interested in stories that reflect their own experiences. Such as? Interactions with their peers, relationships, things like that. Sexual relationships? Not really. More like teen romance. I screen the books to make sure there is no overtly sexual content. What other things do you screen for? Violence, hate, things like that. When you say hate, what would you consider to be hateful material? Material that is prejudicial to a particular group, like a race or religion. Are you aware of a book entitled The Hate You Give by Angie Thomas? I am. 
Did you order that book for the school library? Yes, I did. Were you aware when you ordered the book that it contains passages about drug use, foul language, as well as ideas about police brutality and racism? I was aware of the content of the book, yes. And you decided that this book was appropriate for students at Sunny Valley? I did. Can I explain? Certainly. We have students from all different backgrounds. Many of their experiences are mirrored in this book. They know about drug use among their peers, and they have certainly heard much worse language on the playground, if not on television, or even in their own homes. As far as police brutality and racism, these are topics that are a matter of public discourse all around them. There is no way for them to avoid it. It is part of their lives, so why shouldn't they be able to read about it? You said a moment ago that you screened out books that were prejudicial to a particular race or religion. That's right. Don't you think that a book that preaches hate against white people is prejudicial? Of course. But this book doesn't preach hate. It preaches for love and against brutality and racism. That's your opinion, sir. Not only mine, but it was a finalist for the National Book Award, received an award from Coretta Scott King, and was made into a movie that received an Academy Award nomination. That may be true. But just because some folks in New York and Hollywood liked it doesn't mean it's appropriate for our children, does it? Maybe, but it doesn't mean it should be banned. All right. Let's look at another book you ordered, shall we? I'm glad to. This one is called, This Book is Gay. I won't give the author's name because I don't want to give him any publicity. This is another book that you ordered for the Sunny Valley Library, is that correct? Yes, ma'am. And could you tell us what that book is about? Certainly. This book provides information for young people and their friends who suspect or know they're different. You mean gay? Yes. And what kind of information does it give them? Basically, how to feel better about themselves, how to talk to their parents and friends, how to fit in socially, all the things that are important to young teens. It also talks about the dangers of promiscuous sex, diseases, the risk of pregnancy, things like that. But isn't it true that this book describes homosexual sexual acts in graphic terms? I wouldn't call them graphic. It answers some of the natural questions that teenagers have about sex but might be afraid to ask their parents or friends. And do you consider that appropriate for a school library? Yes, I do. Let me ask you another question, Mr. Chester. Very well. Did you consult with anyone else when ordering these books? Not necessarily. I might have asked some colleagues if they had read the books, but nothing formal. Did you consult with a principal before you ordered them? No, I didn't. How about parents? Did you discuss these books with any parents? I may have. I don't remember. Don't you think you should have at least talked to parents before you ordered books like these? Actually, before all this started, it never occurred to me. Why not? I figured it was my job to select books for the library. That's what I'm trained for. So you think that parents should have absolutely no say in their children's education, the books they are reading? Of course they should have a say. And yet, you ordered these books without talking to the principal or the parents or anyone else. Believe me, I had no idea how controversial this would be. For almost 30 years, I have relied on reputable, established organizations like the American Library Association for recommendations. I never imagined that it would cause such an uproar. But it has, hasn't it? It certainly has. I've been called everything from a communist to a pedophile. I've lost friends. People have threatened me and my family. Vulgar, violent threats. Even from people in my own church. It's been a nightmare. 
So wouldn't it be better if you simply removed these books from the library it shelf? It would certainly be easier, but... What? I know not everyone respects librarians. But ever since the first time I went into a public library, I wanted to be a librarian. Because I love books and I wanted to be around them. So I studied library science and even got a master's. And the most important thing I learned is that books are the key to knowledge. Without books, there can be no knowledge. Without knowledge, there can't be freedom. A country that bans books cannot be free. You may decide to ban books for the Sunny Valley Middle School Library, but I will not be a part of it. I've dedicated my life to making books available to young people, and I am not about to prevent them from reading them. Are you saying you would resign? Reluctantly and with great sorrow, yes. That would be a shame, Mr. Chester. I know that many of the parents and their children are very fond of you. Yes, but they are also supportive of what I stand for, the opportunity for their children to learn and grow. Whatever our decision, Mr. Chester, I want to thank you for your service. You're welcome, but I'm not looking for the thanks of the school board. I'm looking for support in standing up for freedom. Thank you for your comments, Mr. Chester. The board will certainly take them into consideration. This meeting is now adjourned. Our plays are produced by Bernadette Armstrong, recorded at Oak House Studio in Altadena, California. Mixed and designed by our talented sound engineer, David Peters. And post-production sound effects are provided by Audio Jungle and music from Karaoke Version. If you're interested in submitting a play for production, you can find that information on our website, www.opendoorplayhouse.org. Please share this podcast with friends, and don't forget to subscribe so you'll be notified when our next production is live. <laughs>